Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Toole. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Toole. Uh, and now we're going to turn in our Bibles to Acts chapter 19. If you will, Acts chapter 19, we're uh, with Paul. He's on his second missionary journey. You're starting to see some, some patterns as he serves the Lord and people push back. He serves the Lord and, uh, and people push back. Look at verse number 22. So he sent into Macedonia two of them that ministered unto him, Timotheus and Erastus, but uh, he himself stayed in Asia for a season. Uh, at the same time, there arose no small stir about that way. Uh, no, it, it, it's not nothing. Uh, and so no small stir uh, about that way. For a certain man, keep in mind, one man, one man, for a certain man named Demetrius, a silversmith which made silver shrines to Diana, uh, brought no small gain unto the craftsmen. One man, one selfish motive, uh, whom he had called together, all the craftsmen, with the workmen of like uh, occupation. Uh, and he said, Sir, uh, uh, ye know that by this craft we have our wealth, our wealth, that carnality, that selfishness, that, that love of money. One man, one man, stirring them up, 26. Moreover, ye see and hear that not alone at Ephesus, but almost throughout all Asia, this Paul hath persuaded and turned away much people, saying that there be no gods which are made with hands, so that not only this our craft is in danger to be set at naught, but also that the temple of the great goddess Diana should be despised and her magnificence should be destroyed, whom all Asia and the world worshipeth. And when they heard these sayings, they were full of wrath and cried out, saying, Great is Diana of Ephesus. Great is Diana of the Ephesians. And the whole city was filled with confusion. And having caught Gaius and uh, Aristarchus, men of Macedonia, uh, Paul's companions in travel, they, they rushed with one accord into the theater. That theater would hold 25,000 people. Huge back there in that time. Uh, they, they went there, uh, and when Paul would have entered in unto the people, the disciples suffered him not. And certain of the chief of Asia, which were his friends, sent unto him, desiring him that he would not, that he would not uh, adventure himself into the theater. Some therefore cried one thing, and another, uh, uh, and some another, for uh, the assembly was confused, and the more part knew not wherefore they were come together, and they drew Alexander out of the multitude, the, the Jews putting him forward. And Alexander beckoned with his hand and would have made his defense unto the people. But when they knew that he was a Jew, all with one voice, about the space of two hours, all with one voice, about the space of two hours, cried out, Great is Diana of the Ephesians. And when the town's clerk had appeased the people, he said, Ye men of Ephesus, what man is there that knoweth not how that the city of the Ephesians is a worshiper of the great goddess Diana and of the image which fell down from Jupiter, seeing then that these things cannot be spoken against, ye ought to be quiet and to do nothing rashly. Uh, this isn't the same passage we've preached for the last six weeks, okay? Just let me throw that out there. But... Uh, we're seeing patterns as Paul doing what he does, loving people. Uh, Paul doing what he does, teaching the Word. Uh, Paul doing what he does, exalting the Lord Jesus Christ, people getting saved, uh, and the carnal, the pharisaical, are pushing back. Uh, and the name of the Lord was magnified in verse number 
17. And many believed, verse number 18, verse number 20, so mightily grew the Word of God and prevailed. I'm telling you that that positive success, that spiritual blessing, but on the flip side, look at 23, no small stir was about that way. And of course, Jesus said, I am the way. It's about the the believers, the followers of Christ. No small stir about that way. 28, they were full of wrath and cried out. 29, the whole city was filled with confusion. Verse number 40, there was an an uproar. Uh, I've always been intrigued by uh, the study of group dynamics. Um, And group dynamics, um, okay, uh, you ever been on a freeway uh, and it's congested but it's flowing well? Uh, You ever been there? And then all of a sudden, everyone has their brake lights on and everyone slows down uh, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. I mean, you're just creeping along. And then uh, all of a sudden, it flows freely again and there's no accident, there's uh, no road work, there's, there, there's nothing. It's, it's almost a head-scratcher of a uh, what, what, what happened. Uh, they call it phantom traffic jams. Uh, it's when one person... Uh, uh, break check someone. It's when one person uh, ends up uh, inadvertently uh, uh, pushing on the brakes. Uh, and they say that that slowdown with so many other people uh, can last for hours and can last for miles. The group dynamic of that. I think about uh, in uh, Europe, in other countries where soccer is incredibly huge, when Uh, There's these massive national events, uh, and I mean the tension and the energy and that that, that just, uh, it's almost palpable. Uh, And then they're starting to be uh, chanting and pushing back and forth. But then all of a sudden, someone throws a bottle from the back, uh, and it's on. That whole place basically burned to the ground uh, because one person checks their brakes, because one person uh, throws that bottle, uh, the phrase, uh, the shot heard round the world. Does anybody... Uh, know what that reference is, and that that one shot, that that one shot that that started uh, uh, the the American Revolution, that engaged all of those, that group dynamic. Well, here uh, it's a group dynamic, but here uh, it would be more of a mob mentality, a mob uh, mentality. And so, put down number one, if you will, the cause of the uproar, the cause of the uproar or the chaos. Uh, put down underneath that. Uh, the primary cause, the primary cause, and we've already seen it, one man, one man, one selfish motive, one man. Uh, look at verse number 24. In the gospel uh, uh, that, 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 that grew, the, the idolatrous uh, decreased, and a certain man named Demetrius, a silversmith, which made silver shrines for Diana, a certain man, one man, uh, brought no small gain unto the craftsmen. Uh, one man, all about the money. One man, uh, all about that, the finances. One man, uh, all about the carnality. In fact, verse number uh, 25, when he called uh, more together to, to, to uh, turn them toxic, sirs, ye know that by this craft we have our wealth. It's all about money. It's all about money. One man, 27, uh, our craft is in danger. And so uh, it wasn't a religious reason for this uproar, uh, but... Uh, it was riches, it was finances, it was one man uh, with one uh, carnal uh, motive. That's the root cause, that's the real cause. Okay, number one, the primary cause. Put down number two, the preferred cause, the preferred cause. Uh, in their minds, they didn't want to blame themselves, especially Demetrius. 
Uh, in their minds, they didn't want to blame themselves, especially the silversmiths that were all about the money. And so uh, they redirected and they uh, reflected it onto the Apostle Paul. Look at it, verse number 26. Moreover, ye see and hear that not alone at Ephesus, but almost throughout all Asia, this Paul, and I like that the phrasings of a certain man, one man, a, a certain man, and now uh, that certain man who didn't want to take the blame, uh, didn't want to claim uh, responsibility, started uh, blaming, started blaming a, a certain man, this Paul, hath persuaded and turned away much people saying that they be no gods which are made with hands. And so uh, the primary cause was uh, one man uh, that had a love for money. Is anybody with me on that? That's the primary cause. But the preferred cause was, boy, I don't want to look like I'm carnal. I don't want to look like that. I don't want to uh, claim responsibility, blame uh, myself, and, and because I, will, I, I want to always stay the same. Uh, and so uh, he's pushing it uh, on Paul. Primary cause, one man. The preferred cause was it's Paul's fault. It's blaming others. Uh, and true, Paul was shutting down that, that idolatrous practice that they had, but it wasn't because Paul was preaching against those things. It was because Paul was so enraptured by the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, it was because Paul was so captured by uh, the presence of God uh, and then telling others about Christ. Uh, and then they were caught up uh, in, in that that they lost track of those wares and uh, buying those trinkets and, and buying those baubles. And so Paul wasn't preaching against that. It wasn't a political rally against that. It wasn't a, an uprising against that. Uh, it was simply teaching the word, sharing Christ, people getting saved, uh, and people losing interest in that idolatrous practice. The Welsh Revival of 1901, under the ministry of Robert Murray McShane, uh, was such a great revival that every tavern and every pub in Wales went broke. They ended up uh, shutting down. But the interesting thing is, uh, how many sermons did he preach against alcohol? Zero. Uh, how many sermons did he preach against uh, that, that, that drunkenness? Uh, none, absolutely none. People were simply getting saved and getting lost in the presence of Christ and, and losing their appetite for the things of the world. And that's what it's like here. Paul, simply doing what he does, loving people and teaching the word and bringing them to Christ, simply doing what he does. But, 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 but they got so mad, they're blaming him. And as long as we blame others, we'll never claim responsibility and we'll always stay the same. Everybody with me so far? The cause. Uh, of the chaos, the cause uh, of this, this riot. Uh, there was a primary cause, one man, a, a preferred cause. It's Paul's fault, but then number three, the pretended cause. Look at verse number 27, staying in the text. So that not only this our craft is in danger to be set at naught, but also that the temple of the great goddess Diana uh, should be despised. Uh, they pretended piety. Uh, they tried to turn it into a, a religious thing. And, uh, well, we're right religiously. They're not right religiously. And uh, it, it wanted to, uh, it, it made them look good for the pushback uh, that, they, that, they, that they had, that pretended piety. But, but deep down, we know it was one man that had uh, a, a love for money. In Bible college, um, uh, uh, there was a carpool group that was going up to work, traveled about 45 minutes away, and 
uh, their big debate doctrinally, their big debate theologically was, um, should the music we listen to, should it be just hymns? Uh, or should the music we listen to be Southern Gospel? Or, or should the music we listen to uh, be uh, also uh, some contemporary songs? And the, I, I'm told, I wasn't there, obviously, but, but I'm told that, that that divisive, that carnal, cantankerous argument uh, got so bad that they pulled the car off to the side of the road, and, and the two guys that were arguing spiritually, theologically the most about that incredibly important uh, topic, sarcasm implied, uh, that they got out and ended up fist-fighting over who was right about that. Does anyone see the irony in that? My home church back home, Fort Madison, uh, Faith, uh, I remember one business meeting where, uh, I mean, there was a split, a a church split, and, and it was all about should the piano be on this side of the auditorium or should the piano be on that side of the auditorium? Uh, th- there was another one that was added. Uh, one time the pastor uh, said, the devil doesn't want you to hear this message. It was raining and, and thundering and storming and, and someone just took him to task on, well, is the devil in charge of the weather or is God in charge of the weather? And I mean uh, the carnality, the carnality. Yes, they had a pretend piousness. Yes, they, they, they put on a mask, a make-believe uh, religiosity about them, but, but deep down the primary cause was one man, Demetrius, with one carnal uh, motive all about uh, the money. And you see it today in churches where uh, people will push back about, uh, well, tithing, tithing, you shouldn't be tithing. And uh, the, the primary cause for that pushback is uh, they want to keep white-knuckle everything that they have. They don't want to live generously, and so uh, they give a preferred cause, a preferred cause, and their uh, preferred cause is, well, the pastor should never talk about tithing. He should never talk about tithing. Now, we know the primary cause. We know what that is, but, but the preferred cause, and, and then the pretended cause, uh, well, well, it's grace-giving, it's grace-giving. And let me say this, uh, grace-giving gives a whole lot more than 10%. Is anybody with me on that? And so you may want to argue a different <laughs> line of thought on that. And uh, Well, it's grace-giving, it's grace-giving. Hey, we know the primary cause was one man, Demetrius, with one carnal motive. It was a love uh, for money. And so that's the cause of the chaos. Uh, that's the cause of that, that uproar, that, that riot. Put down number two. Number two. Uh, one, uh, the cause of it, one man, a certain man, Demetrius, for him, it was all about the money, all about that carnality, all about that critical, that, that spirit that he had. Uh, and he uh, gathered a group, and that, that it ended up being the whole town, uproar, crying out. Uh, look, number two, at the characteristics of it, the characteristics of it. Uh, this one man that was bent, this one man that, that, that didn't like, that one man that uh, had a differing opinion. Uh, look at verse number 25. He called together his fellow silversmiths and then stirred them up. Look at 28. And when they had heard these sayings, they were full of wrath. Say that with me. They were full of wrath and cried out. Full of wrath, cried out, saying, Great is Diana of the Ephesians. Great is Diana of the Ephesians. It's a lot like uh, when Stephen. Remember when uh, Stephen uh, was was preaching in Acts chapter 7? We've already covered this about... Uh, nine months ago. But anyway, uh, he was preaching in Acts chapter 7. Uh, and when they heard these sayings, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed on him with their teeth. 57. Uh, then they cried out with a loud voice. There it is again. They cried out. They cried out. 
great is Diana of the Ephesians. They, they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord, cast him out of the city and stoned him. Someone that was so bent in their carnality uh, isn't having a reasonable conversation. Uh, they stop their ears and I don't want to hear anything other than and uh, attacking him. Uh, it, it's that same. It's a characteristic of these mobs, these uh, groups, these, these riots. You see the cry, you see the crowd. Look at 29. Uh, and the whole city was filled with confusion. Uh, and having caught Gaius and Aristarchus, men of Macedonia, Paul's companions in travel, uh, they rushed with one accord uh, into the theater again. Uh, that theater holds about 25, back then, uh, 25,000 people. It would have been the only space big enough to, to house that uh, entire town. Uh, their, their confusion, their confusion. Look at verse number 29. Uh, and the whole city was filled with confusion. Say that with me, filled with confusion. Look at 32. Some therefore cried one thing, and some another, for the assembly was confused, and the more part knew not, wherefore they were come together. Uh, reacting rashly, reacting rashly. Can I say this? This was not of God. Would anybody agree with that? Uh, 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 let all things be done decently in order. And when there's that confusion, there, that rioting, that, that, that turmoil, uh, doesn't Galatians say the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace? Uh, Isaiah, the work of righteousness shall be peace. And the effect of, uh, of righteousness, quietness and assurance, forever. Uh, and then James, but if you have bitter envyings and strife in your heart, glory not, lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated. And so uh, this one man, Demetrius, I mean, he's stirring up a mess. There are so many people affected, and uh, it absolutely was carnal. Uh, a whole town now in confusion and an uproar. Uh, that one man, Demetrius, with that uh, one carnal motive. Now look at verse number 29 again, the capturing. And the whole city was filled with confusion, and having caught Gaius and Aristarchus, someone's going to pay when it gets to that kind of an uproar. Uh, someone's going to be captured, caught, and punished uh, when it gets into that kind of a frenzy. There, there's uh, confusion all around. Uh, someone's going to be caught. Uh, it's usually the wrong person that's caught. And so uh, Gaius and Aristarchus, men of Macedonia, Paul's companions in travel, they, they rushed with one accord uh, into the theater. You know, someone's going to pay. Someone's going to pay. Someone's going to pay. Uh, and it's usually the wrong one in their their madness and their rashness, the wrong one uh, that pays. Look at verse number 30. And when Paul would have entered uh, in unto the people, the disciples suffered him not. For he was going to go in. They said, don't, don't, don't. No, it's a mess. I mean, uh, confusion. 31. And certain of the chief of Asia, which were his friends, sent unto him, desiring him that he would not. They suffered him not. That, that he would not adventure himself into the theater. Uh, and, and now notice 34, the chanting. But when they knew that he was a Jew, uh, talking about the one that they had captured, the one that was trying to uh, have a reasonable conversation, uh, but when they knew that he was a Jew, this uh, one man, Demetrius, starting this whole thing, uh, now, uh, when they knew that he was a Jew, all with one voice about the space of two hours cried out, say it with me, great is Diana of the Ephesians. Say it again. 
Great is Diana of the Ephesians. Now it says all with one voice. So all with one voice. You ready? Uh, Great is Diana of the Ephesians. And now that took about 20 seconds. We have an hour, 59 minutes, and 40 seconds to do it uh, longer. For two hours, the whole town, uh, all with one voice, uh, were crying out. They were crying out. uh, All of them. All of them. Everyone in town. Not in every town, but everyone in their town. Not in town, not in every town, but, but everyone in their town. They call it an echo chamber. Uh, it's when you surround yourself with the same people all the time, uh, and you hear the same chanting all with one voice. They're saying the same thing. They're, they're simply chanting it out. Uh, I had uh, a, a great member of the church that after COVID came and said, Pastor, I'm really struggling um, and um, uh, discouragement, different things. And, uh, and I said, well, tell me about your schedule. And, and she went on to say, and I love this lady, but it's, it's very uh, fitting here. She said, um, I'm not able to get out as much with fellowships and life groups and small groups and the connection, the connection, and some of the ministries, not able to get out. I said, well, what do you do with your day? She says, I, 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 for hours on end, I watch cable news for hours on end. Uh, and I said, I would be depressed too. I, I mean, uh, uh, there you go, right there. And I would be depressed too. Why? Uh, uh, talk radio is an echo chamber. Cable news is an echo chamber. And it ends up having confirmational bias where, where you, you may have started out uh, maybe thinking one thing or possibly feeling one thing, but, but then you hear the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, and pretty soon, uh, it's not just a, well, it may be, I, I feel a little bit like, but uh, now it's adamantly. This is that no one feels the other way. Everyone feels this way. Uh, that echo chamber of uh, talk radio, that echo chamber of, Uh, Cable news, that echo chamber of social media. Boy, an uproar, an uproar. They've done studies on uh, social media, how uh, most of the times all your friends uh, believe the same thing that you do, and that's why they're called friends. Uh, Believe the same thing, and they they end up joining in. And so every opinion, every opinion, every opinion, every opinion you hear uh, is the same opinion you've always heard. Uh, And pretty soon you say, well, I just have a strong opinion about this. Uh, The surprising thing is they don't even realize it's not their opinion that they have about this. It's Demetrius' opinion that they're parroting. It's Demetrius' opinion that they're echoing. It's Demetrius' opinion. Uh, And it's because one man uh, with one carnal motive was stirring up others, and then all of a sudden, uh, a whole town, a whole town, uh, that echo chamber uh, effect and, and I think one of the worst things that it does is it causes us to talk about people rather than talking to people. Uh, we end up talking about people uh, rather than talking to people. Uh, and as long as we're uh, talking about, talking about, talking about, that echo chamber, talking about, talking about, talking about, uh, more adamantly and a, a stronger and a louder opinion, talking about, talking about, talking about, uh, it'll never, we're stopping our ears like they did and we're, crying out like they did, uh, were unable to have a reasonable conversation across the aisle uh, with someone uh, to, hey, tell me why. Give me an understanding of. Now, why do you view things? And, and help me to understand uh, that echo chamber has a, uh, the group dynamic here. It's a mob mentality. But then number three, write it down. We have uh, the cause of that uproar. 
Uh, it was one man, a certain man, uh, one man with one carnal motive, one critical spirit, one uh, covetous attitude, one man, Demetrius, uh, and now the whole town, not every town, but their town, the whole town, not, not every town, there's other towns that don't believe this. There's other towns. Uh, but because all they're hearing is that echo chamber, everyone in their town uh, is saying with one voice, one accord, uh, saying the same thing. Boy, that's where that, that attitude ramps up because that echo chamber that they're, they're listening to, the cause uh, of the chaos, caused the characteristics uh, of the chaos. And we saw a little bit of that, the, the characteristics of it. But then put down number three, if you will, the calming. Uh, of the chaos, the calming uh, of the chaos. There was a wise man, uh, a prudent man. Uh, verse 35. I, I feel like it's a little on, on the shrill side, a little on the shrill side. I don't know bass, but, um, and it may be my voice. My voice may be. I got allergies. I'm struggling. Look at verse number 35. Uh, and when the town's clerk, and, and I like how this uh, goes into uh, characters of a certain man, Demetrius, it was one man, that's all. Uh, and then who, uh, the one that he blamed, it's this Paul, this Paul, this Paul is causing that. Uh, and then now the, the correction of it or, or uh, reversing it, calming uh, it was uh, one town's clerk, one town's clerk. Uh, the effect that each one of those individuals had, Demetrius, uh, terrible effect. Uh, Paul, just doing what Paul does, and now uh, that prudent town's clerk. Look at 35. Uh, and when the town's clerk had appeased the people, uh, when he had appeased the people, hey, hey, calm down, you know, hey, don't kill anyone, hey, slow down, don't take that. Uh, he said, ye men of Ephesus, what man is there that knoweth not how uh, the city of the Ephesians is a worshiper of the great goddess Diana and, and of the image which fell down from Jupiter? Well, everyone knows that. We don't have to uh, have unrest and chaos about that. Uh, seeing then that these things cannot be spoken against, look at his, his advice, ye ought to be quiet and to do nothing rashly. Ye ought to be quiet and do nothing rashly. And I don't have it in the notes, but time does have a way of proving all things. Time does have a way of proving all things. Uh, he's echoing what Gamaliel said back in Acts chapter number 5, uh, his argument, his calming uh, was refrain from these men and let them alone for uh, if this counsel or this work be of men, it'll come to naught. Uh, but if it be of God, ye cannot overthrow it. And so uh, the town's clerk, a lot like that, uh, was, was, hey, 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 just uh, take a breath, take a breath, pause, uh, slow down, listen. Hey, hey, everyone knows that, that uh, Ephesus worships Diana. Uh, someone saying the contrary shouldn't cause a riot, shouldn't cause chaos. Uh, we should all be thinking for ourselves, thinking on our own, uh, having reasonable conversations and say, uh, and then uh, ye ought to, to be quiet and to do nothing rashly. Why? Uh, because time will prove out whether Ephesus is right or uh, whether uh, Paul is right. It, it really is um, uh, funny how... Uh, there was in this seminary uh, homiletics class where uh, they were taught, okay, if it's a weak point, preach louder. <laughs> if it's a weak point, preach louder. And, and I find that our personalities do that a lot. Okay, um, if we had a disagreement, Pete and I had a disagreement, um, I would make sure that I was outside of arm's distance because he's a big man. And so, uh, and then uh, 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 two plus two is four. And Pete was just adamant that, that no, pastor, two plus two is five. 
Uh, and then I would say, well, well, two plus two is four. Uh, that's not going to escalate into a fist fight. Uh, escalate into us, you know, just, well, I'm going to get spilled on my side, and you're wrong, I'm right. Uh, it's not going to escalate to that, because I, I may try to explain my, my point of view. I may, I may try to have a conversation about, uh, now, uh, 2 plus 2 is 4, and here's the reasons why 2 plus 2 is 4. I, I, I understand that you may not see it exactly like I see it. Uh, I'm not going to have to yell about it and yell about it. Uh, and a lot of times, people that are the most insecure are yelling the loudest. People that are the most insecure uh, are yelling the loudest. We shouldn't be talking about them. We should be talking to them. Uh, that echo chamber, uh, 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 making that, that divide across the aisle uh, even greater. Uh, and, and we end up not taking the time. And the town's clerk said, hey, be quiet. Do nothing uh, rashly. And then he goes into uh, what reacting rashly during a riot can cause. Uh, getting swept up in that. Uh, Demetrius's opinion, Demetrius's opinion, and now uh, everyone else now with one accord, one voice. Uh, it's not their opinion, it's Demetrius's opinion. Uh, uh, what it'll cause, it'll cause us to be overreactors. Look at 37. For ye have brought hither these men, which are neither robbers of churches, uh, nor yet blasphemers of your goddess. You're overreacting. Uh, look at 38. Uh, wherefore, if Demetrius and the craftsmen which are with him uh, have a matter against any man, the law is open, and uh, there are deputies, let them implead uh, one another. Uh, not only getting swept up into this, you're overreacting, but also swept up into this, uh, you're acting disorderly, and, uh, and God is not the author of confusion. Let everything be done decently and in order, and you'll end up making mistakes. Look at 39. But if ye inquire anything concerning other matters, it shall be determined in a lawful assembly. Uh, you're overreacting, you're disorderly, you're making mistakes, uh, and you're marring your testimonies. Look at verse number 40. For we're in danger to be called in question for this day's uproar, there being no cause whereby we may give an account uh, of this uh, concourse. I, I, I always read this passage. Um, one saying, uh, Paul, have you had enough? Are you still going to keep ministering? And uh, Paul, loving people, teaching the Bible, exalting the Lord. Uh, and then the Pharisaical, the ones that think they're religious, uh, just attacking and attacking. But, 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 but then I also love the fact that it was a certain man, Demetrius, that caused everyone this entire, not every town, not every town, but their echo chamber of, uh, of cable news, their echo chamber of, uh, of social media, their echo chamber of, uh, 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 of talk radio. Uh, one man, Demetrius, flared that, uh, and they were blaming this Paul, this Paul, that, that Paul. Uh, they wanted to make it appear like it's a religious reason. Uh, and then it was one town's clerk that said, wow, you talk about overreacting and making mistakes and marring your testimony. Hey, let's take a breath. Let's calm down, uh, and let's make sure that we approach this thing uh, wisely. Uh, in 1893 in Australia, one fire lit with one match by one man uh, destroyed 600 miles of land, villages, houses, and lives, all by one single match. You say, well, Pastor, where does that play in? James 3, 5. Even so, the tongue is a little member that boasteth great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Uh, there's been some in Southern California the last two years and then even before that where uh, they traced it back, and usually you can trace it back on uh, where, where's the noise coming from, where is that 
that, that arson, that arson, setting that fire. Where's it? It's one Demetrius. It's one Demetrius, but, but, but uh, they, they, the one in Southern California, they traced back to one camper that was careless with his fire. One camper that was careless with his fire and hundreds of acres later burned to the ground. Uh, uh, incredibly costly homes burned to the ground. Uh, thousands of people displaced because one camper who was careless with his campfire did so much damage. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body uh, and setteth on fire the course of nature and is set on fire uh, of hell. Uh, and someone that, that back at my, my uh, church, uh, home church in, in uh, Fort Madison, Iowa, uh, that person that just lit that uh, match and threw it in. The piano needs to be on this side, you know, uh, or lit that match and throw it over here. And uh, no, no, uh, God's the one that controls the weather and uh, uh, making a bigger deal out of, bigger deal out of. And, and um, boy, one man with one match causing incredible damage, not realizing that we all live in the same house. Uh, and someone that's lighting fire to the drapes, boy, eventually it's going to burn down. Uh, we live in row homes, and I love that analogy. We live in row homes, and someone that's trying to burn down that row home two rows next to them uh, doesn't realize that, that it's going to end up burning down their own house uh, also. One man, Demetrius, lit a fire that almost burned down the work, but then it was one man, a town's clerk, that said, hey, let's step back a minute. Let's calm and let time prove all things. 41, and when he had thus spoken, he, he dismissed the assembly. Uh, that city that was in an uproar, one man's carnality, uh, one man's carnal motive, uh, uh, really, uh, that one person, one person. And, and by the way, I do want one person to influence my opinions. I do. I want one person to shape my heart's attitude. I, I do, but, but I don't want that one person to be Demetrius. I want that one person to be the Lord Jesus Christ. Why well, we need to turn down the volume on those echo, that echo chamber. Turn down the volume on uh, uh, talk radio. Maybe turn it off. But anyway, uh, turn down the volume on cable news. Again, uh, turn it off. Uh, and turn down the volume on social media uh, because that's the only way that we'll be able to turn up the volume on the still, small voice of God. I fully believe in the priesthood of the believer. But the balance of that is I fully reject uh, one man uh, with one uh, match. Uh, I, I fully believe in the priesthood of the believer, but I fully reject the mentality of the mob Boy, I want him to affect and shape uh, and, and build uh, and, and tone. Boy, I want him. I, I want to make sure that, that the bulk of my time, by the way, most people, if they would turn off talk radio or cut the cable to cable news, they'd have a whole lot more time to spend in the Word of God. Because I want him. I want him to be the one that tones my heart, my temperate, my temperament, uh, and my personality. By the way, uh, if you came in this morning and you don't know for sure that heaven's your home, I'm talking about that one, the Savior, uh, the one that died on the cross for your sins, uh, took your sin on himself, 
paid for what we could not pay ourselves. Uh, we couldn't work our way up, earn our way into heaven. And so Jesus came all the way down to die on the cross for you. Uh, and salvation, getting to heaven, is not about Jesus plus baptism, Jesus plus my religion, Jesus plus my, my, my rituals, my regulations. It's not about Jesus plus anything for, for salvation. Uh, it's Jesus alone. Placing your faith in, beginning a relationship with Jesus alone. And so if you've never had that time and a place where you bowed your head, you opened your heart and said, Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. We all are. And I know without you, I can't make it to heaven on my own. None of us can. But the best I know how, I place all of my faith, all of my faith, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Uh, and then bowing our heads and just saying, Jesus, come into my heart, forgive my sins, and save me. If you've never had that moment, can I recommend right now? And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.